Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, and I am floored with how well the Steelers have built a solid core through the draft. I'm going back through the last three drafts. Only one player the Steelers have drafted in the past three years is out of the league. And that is just recently this year. Antoine Brooks Jr. is currently not in the league. He was a safety. Um, actually won a Super Bowl on the roster of the Rams last year, but currently is not on an NFL team. And that is from the 2020 draft. Now, this pre- this year currently, we, of course, have retained everybody except for Chris Alodikin, who was the last player drafted, the quarterback out of uh, South Dakota State. He is now currently on the Kansas City practice squad. But it looks like the Steelers have one starter from this year's team being George Pickens, fresh out of the box, going to be able to start at the Z receiver spot for us in the three receiver set. But we've got great depth with Kenny Pickett, the quarterback of the future. We've got uh, DeMarvin Leal, who looks really good, backing up Cam Hayward. we got Calvin Austin on injured reserve, but being a talented member that can be a good piece of this Matt Canada offense. Connor Hayward looking like he's going to be a diverse player, both on special teams and as a backup tight end and fullback. And also Mark Robinson, who's showing he might possibly be an heir apparent in the middle linebacker position. And getting a guy like that in the seventh round early is a great pickup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the previous year was the year that we needed the talent in 2021, and we got the talent. We have four starters and three backups. Technically, last year it was five starters and two backups. But now that Kendrick Green is no longer starting at center, he is now backing up Kevin Dotson from the previous year. We got Najee Harris, who earned a Pro Bowl berth as the first pick. Pat Fryermuth, who has finally found a tight end to replace Heath Miller. It only took like 14 seasons. Kendrick Green, we just talked about. Dan Moore starting left tackle. Buddy Johnson currently off the team, but currently on the practice squad of the San Francisco 49ers. Isaiah Loudermilk also doing great as a backup with the defensive ends on our team. Quincy Roche was cut by the team two years ago when he was a rookie. Much to the chagrin of Steeler Nation, he is still on the Giants practice squad. Probably going to get called up this year as well. Trey Norwood, still a nice diverse part of the secondary as the safety slash uh, slot. He can kind of play it all a little bit. And then Presley Harvin III, who's going to be a weapon, an absolute weapon as a punter this season. And we are going to need it to flip the field and pin people deep to have our defense do what it needs to do. And that's hold them to low scoring, hopefully some turnovers to give the offense more possessions. And then we're going to follow it up with the year before and 2019 and we are sorry, 2020, and we had Chase Claypool. We didn't have a first-round draft pick, and we still got great players out of this draft, guys. Without a first-round draft pick, due to that trade to pick up Mika Fitzpatrick, we still ended up with three starters and two practice squad players currently from the 2020 draft. Chase Claypool being a starter on the slot. Alex Highsmith being a starter opposite of T.J. Watt. Anthony McFarland Jr. is on the practice squad. Kevin Dotson now is the starting left guard. Talked about Antoine Brooks Jr. is the only one out of football right now. And Carlos Davis, 
who is a good depth player on our defensive line as well, currently on the practice squad. Expect him as a chance of being called up this season as well. Going back to not 2019, Devin Bush now retaining that inside linebacker starting spot. Deontay Johnson earning his first Pro Bowl as our best receiver. Justin Lane, who is now left, but I know he got picked up by one of the local teams here. Benny Snell Jr. as well being our backup, now third string running back. Zach Gentry, our second string tight end. Sutton Smith and Ulysses Gilbert are currently out of the league. I have no idea where Isaiah Bugs is currently, but I believe he is still in the league. And then we'll go back for two more years here quickly. 2018, Terrell Edmonds was a starter. James Washington was a starter now with Dallas Cowboys. Mason Rudolph, now a backup. Chooks starting right tackle and Marcus Allen still on this team. And then 2017, the last draft of this core. You got TJ Watt. All-world Defensive Player of the Year. Should be three-time Defensive Player of the Year, but at least 1-1. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a big part of that Kansas City offense. James Conner already earning a Pro Bowl in that Arizona Cardinals offense. Josh Dobbs might get some starting time with the Cleveland Brownies this season as well. But before 2017, we only have one player that the Steelers have drafted that is still on this roster prior to 2017. That is Cam Hayward, drafted all the way back in 2011. So this is a brand new team, ladies and gentlemen. A young team, a team that has been built through the draft and has been done excellently through the scouting department, through the general manager, um, and the coaches all working together to make sure the best players that were coming in to work in our system have worked. So all we need to do is to keep the depth behind these players restocked. Hopefully they can learn, keep moving up, keep bringing up some key pieces in free agency as they have done that great pay trade that we talked about too with Minka Fitzpatrick. Excellent, excellent trade. And when it was done only in his second year of his contract, the Steelers essentially picked up a rookie for that first round draft pick. And that is a boon. So they have done no wrong there, ladies and gentlemen. Now it is time for questions from Steeler Nation, sponsored by a new sponsor of ours over at Manscaped. Football is back, baby. We are seeing Mahomes sling beautiful balls all over the field. And friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long. With Manscaped's state-of-the-art tech, we'll have your weapon looking more loaded than the AFC West's quarterbacks. Football may be rough but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to Manscaped right now. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Promo code STEELERNATION in all caps, all one word. Gotta remember that. Meet the best value bundle yet for the Manscaped Pocket Rockets, the Platinum Package at Quarterback. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Wiley Vet who makes sure the unit is running smooth and scoring nonstop with proprietary advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower limits mistakes and protects the ball. Plus, it's waterproof, so weather conditions are no issue. At running back, they got the Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer built to bust through all the right holes. A hairless nostril just keeps, just keep it. That <laughs> a hairless nostril just helps it keep a nose for the end zone. On the offensive line, we have our unsung heroes: the crop preserver, ball, det 
deodorant, and crop reviver ball toner. The Trent Williams and Corey Lindsay, if you will, of sack protection. Standing strong, keep your boys fresh and clean through all four quarters. At Wideout, the cleanest duo of the league, the ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. With their rugged scent, they attract both the ball and all the ladies in the crowd. Plus, these two leave your skin and scalp feeling more hydrated, and that means more plays on the field and less water breaks. At tight end, the product that makes your end look tight. Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs. A dedicated jewel pouch to increase ball security and handling and cool, steady vibe thanks to their moisture-wicking fabric. On defense, there's there's only one thing you need, and that's the aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. With refined cologne quality fragrance, it keeps sweat and locker room scents from making any ground. Plus, it dries clear, so the opponent won't even know it hit them. To top it off, we throw in the best coach in the league. The Shed Travel Bag is a free bonus built to hold the team together. This travel size bag has a fumble-resistant zipper. So make sure you go on over. This has got to be a Super Bowl-winning roster, guys. But don't take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com. Get that 20% off and the free shipping with our promo code, Steeler Nation. That's 20% off free shipping with Manscaped when you use promo code, Steeler Nation, all caps, one word. Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. So, guys, we're taking our questions directly from SteelerNation.com, as we always do. The football forum is free to you to join. If you want to ask a question, that is where you ask it from. First question coming from Paul G. Do we have a top five defense by the end of the season, or do our struggles against the run linger all year long? I'm saying yes, Paul. This has been built to be a top five defense. Picking up Miles Jack is enormous to absolutely helping us out in the run game, as well as having Tyson Alualu back, as well as bringing in players like Chris Olodekin and, um, or sorry, uh, oh, not Chris Logan, it was Joby, the other O player. Lodekin's not even on the roster anymore, but bringing back Joby, having him on this roster to help us out in the front line, and this is the way it's going to be this season, as long as we don't have any more big injuries that kind of trickle down through the rest of our wa- roster. This team is set to stop the run as it is today. So I am very confident with the way that they're going to go, Paul E.G., and if they stay healthy this season, I fully expect them to be a top five defense this year, and they're going to have to be to push this team to the playoffs. Cooley man, does TJ break the NFL sack record this season? All right, well, we got to go through his stats here, Cooley, and all he's done each season is increase the number of sacks that he's had each year. Now, if you look at his career as a whole, he has 72 sacks in 77 games. He's five off a pace of having a sack per game. Last season was the only season he ever had over a sack per game. He is at 1.5 sacks per game, having 22 and a half sacks in 15 games. And that is huge. I mean, he was sick down the stretch. He had to have a 1.8 in the last five games to win the sack record. And he did it. Absolutely did it. So this guy can hit at those kind of numbers. He can be close to a two sack a game kind of guy. And if he is that season, look out. Because if you just go off his numbers from last year, Cooley, he had one and a half sacks per game, just going off the, 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 the pure numbers. That equates to a 17-game season of getting 25 and a half sacks. So is he going to break the record? I don't know. 
if he stays healthy, he's got a shot. And if he stays healthy, his sack ratio has done nothing but go up. And I don't see it going any lower than a 1.5 to tell you the truth when he's fully healthy. So love watching him play. And I'll be rooting for him to hit that 25 sack mark this season to own the sack record outright. Drink Iron City with the last questions. Devin Bush has been a hot topic around here. He appears to be getting the starting role, justified or not. Do you see anyone on the roster who can supplant him? And how far into the season do you think that will take? Um, Honestly, I hope the light switched on for Devin Bush. He won the job outright. I'm glad that it was an open competition with he and Spillane. I'm also glad that they gave Robinson some stop, some, uh, some, um, plays here on and off the roster. He did a great job of coming in, making some plays in the preseason, made his way up. So now he is second team. He's backing up miles Jack on the current roster. So that's a big boon for a rookie to knock off Ulysses Gilbert, to knock off buddy Johnson, to knock off the team initially of Marcus Allen, who is now back on the team and backing him up being the third string inside linebacker. So really interesting. And I'd be happy with either of those players, maybe being Spillane more on diverse downs and passing downs and bringing Robinson for running downs. That might be a fun option to kind of throw out there if Bush is not able to tote the load. But I'm hoping that Bush is the guy we'll have to see. Second question from Drink Iron City. I think Mason Rudolph makes a cool $3 million this season. And it's hard to pass that up unless traded. If he we were if he were to ask to be outright cut, he loses his pay but gains a freelance cha- chance to sign on making him very attractive to more teams. Do I have this right? And what are the odds of that happening? Uh, well, for being outright cut, I think it's slim to none. Um, he counts four million against the cap, and you're right; he has a three million dollar salary this season. So if he is cut or if he's traded. He saves the Steelers $3 million from the salary cap. There is $1 million that is going to be dead cap no matter what. So I think the Steelers would only think about trading him for the right price, like we were talking about before, a third or a fourth rounder. Nothing less than that. They're not even going to think about it. Um, About him being cut, I think the Steelers already got bit once when they got rid of Dobbs that one season. And they're like, it's fine. We still have Ben Roethlisberger and we've got um, Mason Rudolph ducked fine in preseason, but they weren't expecting him to play. And that's what happened. It ended up being the Rudolph and duck show that season when Ben went down in game two. I don't think they want that to happen again, especially with a young team. They'd rather have three capable quarterbacks this season, just in case anything happens. And I'm 100% fine with that. Keeping Rudolph on the roster, unless they make the Steelers an offer they can't refuse and give us a third, fourth or third or fourth round draft pick for Rudolph. I'd say happy trails. Good luck to you, sir. And hopefully he'd be starting for that team soon. Question number three, with Franco Harris's number being retired at number three, retired as the number third, third number to be done, be retired, I guess is what you're trying to say. Do you see him as the third best player ever? I know it coincides with the Immaculate Reception, 50th year. Uh, Terry Bradshaw is a pretty good case for number retirement as well. Jack Lambert and others too. Glad I don't have to be this sort to be the best to least best and are they using anniversaries to help determine the number retirement least ways franco's thoughts well franco flat out deserves it absolutely deserves it and if you have to say is he the third best player on the steelers he might be 
but you got to think about the numbers that are retired already. I mean, Mijo Green is the best player, in my opinion, in Steelers history. Um, Ernie Stoutner pro- was definitely the best player pre-Super Bowl era. By far. On crappy teams, he was the man. But I don't even consider him really a top five player. Probably a top 10, yes. But not a top five player. Still, Franco Harris, definitely a top three player. Um their Steelers had zero playoff wins in 40 years, 1933 to 1971. And then what happened that year? The immaculate reception caused by Franco Harris, the most fortunate play in NFL history, which is still listed as the greatest play ever in NFL history. Not only because it gave a 40 year old team its first playoff win ever, but it changed their fortune and turned them to the first Super Bowl dynasty four Super Bowls in six years. That alone is worth retiring a number for a player like that. But he's still, when he retired, number three in rushing total for the NFL history for both rushing yards and for touchdowns. And currently is still the number one leading rusher in Pittsburgh Steeler history. Nobody else has supplanted him yet. So, yes, he deserves to have his number retired. Rooney said it best before Franco. All we did was lose. Soon as we got Franco, all we did was win. That's four Super Bowls behind his offense. That is it. So here's an interesting thing, though. I want to bring up what's the next number that's going to be retired. And I'm just volunteering this one. And I'll tell you, I think the next number that's going to be retired for the Pittsburgh Steelers will be number seven. Going to be in 20 years. But I think that's honestly going to be the next number to be retired. The best quarterback to ever play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, kudos to uh, Bradshaw as well with his four Super Bowl wins. Ben still made it to three, one, two. Stats speak for themselves. Ben could have played in any era too. That's There's no question about that. Last question from Drink Iron City. Deontay Johnson looks and feels like the real deal. Do you see him getting... Two or near offensive MVP for the team voting. I obviously see TJ Watt on the defense, but who's going to be the standout on offense MVP this year? Quarterback and play as well. Roethlisberger removed himself from the voting, obviously. Um, love DJ. I think he has potential to be number one uh, um, receiver no matter what. He's going to get all the targets. He's going to get on the looks when he's playing because he gets open. Is he going to be the offensive MVP? I don't know. Quarterback has a chance of it. If Trubisky has a great year, they make the playoffs. He might get it. But this is Najee Harris's offense. I think Najee, the pro bowler at running back with a new quarterback, if they start winning and they he starts rolling, getting 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards, and plus, this is going to be he being the offensive MVP, especially if we get to the, to the, pro, to the playoffs and win some games in the playoffs. He would be the biggest part of that. Striker, thanks for doing these. I listened to all of them while making supper. Awesome job to you and all those involved. Salute the nation. Salute to you too, DIC. Always glad to hear from you. And Steeler Nation, be sure to check out our other sponsor, mybookie.ag. Rams and Bills just kicked off the season. So uh, it's time for you to get your winning season with mybookie.ag. So whether you're a rookie or a veteran better, you can get your biggest bang for the buck with the double deposit bonus. It's quick, 
It's easy. So 250 bucks will get you 500 instantly to use on props, games, win totals, as you like. Heck, even pick the Super Bowl winner. So to claim your bonus, register today at mybookie.ag with promo code STEELERNATION, one word, all caps. Your winning season starts today with mybookie.ag. Also, be sure to check out our sponsor, our longtime sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises over at tseshop.com. They give away jerseys every week. Make sure to follow them on Twitter at Total Sports ENT. Check out the vidcast and follow us over on YouTube. It'll be up Tuesday at 7 p.m. live. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash SteelerNation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. Or follow the uh, podcast at underscore SN Podcast. Or follow me, your host, Striker, Steeler Nation Striker, at SN Striker on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. One of these days I'll post to them, and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) But that is all the time I have for the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G-Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!